I always use this um, reference of, you know, human beings can see such a very small scale um, and perceive such a very small scale of what's actually on these these all these waves that are traveling around us at all time. You know, even from my visual eye to the light bulb, I can't yeah. see the the light waves that are coming to my eyes, but yeah. I can't see the physical product at the other end. Yeah. And the same with sound, right? I can't see the sound waves coming to my ears, but yeah. I can hear the sound very clearly. And so to know that, you know, these things exist and to know that each sound has such a specific shape and pattern every single time, it really makes you really attention to the vibe and the energy that you are putting out because yeah. You know, when you see these things, you're like, oh, this is something physical. Like this yeah. is something that is not just a myth of no. magic that you can feel. It's like, no, what you tell yourself in the morning or your own self-dialogue or how you communicate to other people or the energy or the vibe you put out, like that is impactful in on many levels. Hi, Ohana. Welcome to the Musician Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Koa, where we talk about the myth of getting signed to air quote, make it. This is not true and outdated information. That's why I'm bringing on so many different independent musicians that are in their definition, air quote, making it to prove to you that there's a plethora of ways for everyday musicians like you and me to make money. Now, I know there are so many different things we need to know as independent musicians from how to write great copy and how to market and songwriting and producing and how to build a home studio and so on. Most of the time, we don't even know what we need to know. It's hard to juggle it all. So... I put together a free members area that you can sign up to right now where I share my favorite podcasts, books, and online courses on all those topics with you so you can save yourself money and time. I've done it all for you. As Tony Robbins likes to say, growth is the only limit to your happiness. And we don't want that. All you have to do is click the link below or go to elisecoa.com free. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Musician Secrets Podcast. Today, I have a special guest that's the first time to ever come back on my podcast so far. I have Jody B with me today, um, but she is going to be talking about something very, very special because she's actually the producer and engineer for Frequency Winery, which she'll explain in a minute why it makes it so special. Um, but yeah, welcome back, Jody. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Honor to be here and pleasure to be talking to you today about frequency. Yeah, it's crazy because the way I found out about it was really weird. I mean, what not weird, but not the typical way of how I usually do my research and stuff. And uh, it was actually through a Netflix series. Um, I think it's called Restaurants on the Edge or something. Yeah. Um, it's basically like renewing the restaurants that are about to like uh, go broke and they have this team come in and basically save them and bring in different restaurants and stuff that are local to kind of support that new restaurant and frequency winery was one of those and they kind of explained like their their process and what, what makes them so special and when I saw it I'm like holy crap like 
I need to email them. And maybe if I, you know, maybe they'll say, yes, that'd be awesome. And I just need to have them on the podcast. And then that's how I met you and Jacob. And it kind of snowballed into something way bigger than um, I could have ever dreamed of. But um, yeah, I'm so excited. So just explain uh, what makes the Frequency Winery so special, how it got started, like the history behind it. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so basically the history of Frequency and how it got started. So the owner, um, Tony Anthony Lewis, he was in his parents' winery, which is Vibrant Vine. It's another winery here in the Okanagan. And uh, he was drumming because he's a drummer and a really talented sound engineer. And when he was drumming away, the wine barrels that were in his parents' winery, the wine barrels closest to the drum kit were settling faster. And so basically settling, meaning um, uh, when you have, when you make wine, you have grape skin, seeds and stems that are left in the barrels that you obviously want to get rid of before you bottle it and sell it. Mm -hmm. So there's different ways and different methods of clearing the sediment out of the wine. It's called clarification. Mm -hmm. And so he was discovering that the wine barrels closest to the drum kit were clarifying faster than the ones that were further away from the drum kit. So he's kind of, as a sound engineer, what's happening there with the sound waves? Is that happening? Yeah. And so uh, there's a really great example of like what this looks like visually on how sound waves affect particles and matter. Um, it's called the Cladney plate, spelled C H L A D. NI Cladney plate and it's a, a steel um, plate that sits on top of basically a speaker or tone generator that vibrates and sends out a specific frequency so say yeah. 528 hertz which is one octave above middle C or mm. 402 hertz which is an A so it'll, it'll put out one tone and then you put sand or salt on top of the metal plate and then you'll see a pattern appear and it's so geometrically perfect laid out perfectly laid out and it's the exact same every single time with that frequency so 528 hertz will have its own shape yeah. 432 will have its own shape each note each frequency has its own geometric shape and pattern and so when you have a harmonic frequency, you have these sound waves that kind of go up and down like this. And, you know, maybe I'll just like try and quickly show you on here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone, um, the video will be on YouTube so you can oh. watch it as well. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'll just, do my best to. Uh, I'll, no, no, you, you can show it. You can show it. So if, if, <laughs> if um, yeah, go ahead. You can show it because it's on YouTube oh. too. Okay, so yeah. so you have like a sound wave that goes up and down like this, right? Yeah. And then when you have another sound wave that gets released, and these sound waves end up intersecting with each other. Yes. So you kind of have like a, you know, a sound wave going like this. Yeah. Well, when you have another sound wave, oh, yeah, um, and then they're kind of intersecting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So these points these node points here, that's where phase cancellation is gonna happen. So there's actually no sound or no vibration happening in those spots where the sound waves intersect with each other. So when you have matter and it's moving everywhere, it'll stop in those node points. It'll stop in the points where there's no vibration happening. 
It's really cool. So if you actually, if you actually YouTube Cladney plate, C-H-L-A-D-N-I plate, you'll get a really nice visual representation of what um, sound frequencies can do to particles and matter. And we thought um, it was pretty important here to kind of uh, carry that message through to the wine. And uh, yeah. because it obviously affects us as well as humans, as we yes. are made up of water. Totally. And uh, there's no doubt about it. We feel different if we have headphones and we listen to um, classical music or meditation music, music that has a lot of harmonic frequencies and harmonic yeah. tones in it. We feel different, right? As if we were to put on headphones with um, heavy metal music for an hour, yeah. which just uses a lot of distortion frequencies. Mm -hmm. And those distortion frequencies won't create those, um, just won't have as much phase cancellation in the really geometric kind of shapes and patterns that form. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how frequency came about was yeah. Tony had this idea and this wonderful um, lady, Alexis Laycraft, she helped kind of, you know, build and market it and build it to what it is today. And so he had a few studios before, so he thought, well, let's kind of collaborate the two. Let's make mm -hmm. a winery and a studio under one umbrella. And nice. just to, yeah, just try to put as much harmonic frequencies and good vibrations and everything that we do here, hopefully letting it affect uh, the taste of the wine and, yeah. and how that makes you feel. Well, yeah, so for those that are watching on YouTube, you can actually see, uh, you know, because you're at frequency winery right now so you can actually yeah. see the huge <laughs> mixing uh table right and then in the background like all the wine and stuff um it looks really cool uh so how um how did you pick your bands then because obviously or did you not did you just have everyone play and see what happens or were you very like selective of the bands or the singers or the performers that came in to produce like how did you select them so originally we were just using specific tones uh specifically the frequency of 528 hertz mm -hmm. because it's our body's physiological hum we like really resonate as humans with 528 hertz yeah. and that's why it's often used a lot in meditation music what is that yeah. was this that do you know what tone that is 528 it's one octave. it's a is i believe 528 hertz is one octave above middle c middle c okay yeah one octave above middle c so it's um we it's have quite like high a, frequency right yeah yeah different tones different frequencies make us feel different ways and um yeah 528 hertz is really what we tried to focus on playing to our wines in the beginning uh, because it's kind of the love and light frequency yeah. and we really wanted to try and push the message of gratitude and yes. um, and service as much as we can here and so we used one tone to clear the sediment of the wine but then we actually wanted to give back to the community in a way where we actually had free recordings um, mm -hmm. we no longer do that but for the first few years we would do free one hour uh studio recordings nice. so that opened it up to 
everybody. It opened it up to everybody, all different kinds of genres and artists. And we've had over 400 artists in the studio from singing bowls to big, um, you know, Japanese gongs and stuff like that. Like all kinds of really, cool really is everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah, everything. And then so at one point we would kind of, um, you know, play the music that we recorded to the wine, but for the most part, using the actual harmonic tones we would use to uh -huh. settle the wine itself. Okay. And uh, yeah, now we're trying to establish the studio a little bit more. So yeah. we have a, a bit of some different rates and stuff, but it's, you know, more or less still the same. Nice. Yeah. So you actually, you didn't even have to play it live. Like even if it's just a recording of sound or a frequency, right? That, that works too. So it doesn't even have to be live. No, we actually would wrap speakers, just like these ones behind me. Uh -huh. yeah. We'd wrap speakers around the barrels and just blast like that one harmonic bone. Just as headphones on a human, you know, that's yeah. how we would. Yeah. So, so how has that changed? Like, because you're like, you're like um, in the, your previous uh, episode, um, I don't know if that's two or three. Episodes. I can't even remember. But in your episode, we talked about, you know, your um, your individual work. And we talked about War Cry, which um, my husband has downloaded uh, on Amazon. and has been listening on repeat now ever since I showed it to him. Um, oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're, we're both fans now. Um, but basically, how does that affect you as like, um, producing music and stuff did that change for you at all like knowing how sound really affects people and how your music as a producer could potentially affect um, your listeners I yeah I've definitely become more aware of it yeah. I haven't quite started implementing it in my music myself yet yeah. I'm still just trying to find the balance of you know, um, producing and mixing and working for other people as well as doing my own stuff. Mm -hmm. But I am fully aware that like yeah. you can implement certain frequencies and certain tones to make people feel a certain way. The Beatles were actually known um, for using uh, the frequency of 528 hertz a lot in their music. And so there are artists that specifically, yeah, implement certain tones and frequencies in, 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 in order to try and make you, people feel a certain way. Yeah. Um, I have yet to kind of like, yeah, try to implement that in the yeah. production of my music. Yeah. I'm more trying to focus on that with the lyrics and like how I sing and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. But totally. uh, yeah, I will cross and combine yeah. the two. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard one, you know, to find that sweet spot, you know, I think um you know it's not like meditation music that's very like monotone right where you just like they just put in one frequency throughout the entire yeah. like the hum and then they just put some little you know it's a little bit more um uh, complex I guess I don't know it's it's a little harder I would say to you know when you're like putting together like a full song and like a production right yeah, and they have this one note that's kind of lingering in the background or a, a series of notes, but in a certain way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, but it's still like that, like when I saw that, it just completely like blew my mind. It's like, oh my gosh, if like, if the sound like music can affect wine, like imagine what it does to us, right? Like you said, like we're mostly just 
water really um like what was something where you're like oh my gosh when when you heard that the first time or where you're like this completely changes everything was there like a moment where you're like wow yeah I think so another thing that we really like to talk about here is the work of Masaru Emoto and he was a um a really talented uh, scientist and researcher. And he basically tried to prove uh, how frequencies and tones and vibrations and energies can affect the molecular structure of water. And mm-hmm. so he would take water and expose it to certain things, um, certain phrases, and then freeze the water, take photographs of it kind of before and after each thing. And he yeah. found a similarity between harmonic frequencies so classical music meditation music stuff like that and uh positive affirmations like i love you you're beautiful you're kind he found correlation in those two as um just like a distortion frequency he found similar in you know i hate you you fool and there's no denying when you walk into a room after a fight has just broken out even if there's no verbal communication nothing really needs to be said but you feel that vibration right you feel that energy and so I always use this um reference of you know human beings can see such a very small scale um and perceive such a very small scale of what's actually on these these all these waves that are traveling around us at all time you know even from my visual eye to the light bulb I can't see the the light waves that are coming to my eyes, but I can't see the physical product at the other end. And the same with sound, right? I can't see the sound waves coming to my ears, but I can hear the sound very clearly. And so to know that, you know, these things exist and to know that each sound has such a specific shape and pattern every single time, it really makes you really attention to the vibe and the energy that you are putting out because You know, when you see these things, you're like, oh, this is something physical. Like this is something that is not just a myth of magic that you can feel. It's like, no, what you tell yourself in the morning or your own self-dialogue or how you communicate to other people or the energy or the vibe you put out, like that is impactful in on many levels. And so I think after working here and really understanding how frequencies can affect um, like I said, matter and water and, and seeing the work of Masaru Emoto, seeing um, uh, studies that have been done with plants where they put like one plant in a room and they put another plant in a room or they put rice and water in a room. They put another rice and water in another room. And every day they come in, they say to the rice and water or the plant, you know, I hate you, you suck. You know, you're the worst. And then the other one, they'll come in and say, I love you. You're so beautiful. And there's been lots of studies done where on that negative one that you give negative energy to every day, it will grow mold faster. It'll grow, you know, the plant will die. And the other one, you know, it'll take a lot longer before it starts to go bad or, um, you know, it'll be flourishing. It's really quite fascinating. And you can't, it's hard for us to, believe um because it's just what our society has kind of been you know trained to think but when you try it when you do it yourself and you live and breathe your own example um you know it does make a difference and it's important that we are like uh, having nice communication with ourselves and with others as well because you know again we uh 
we really take that in it's affecting us physically even though we can't see it doesn't mean yeah. it's not happening it doesn't, exactly. like the light and the sound just because we can't see it does and the same goes for kind of a tangent here but spirits yeah. and souls and yeah. you know when people pass in other lives you know there's there's a soul wave there's another energy there again humans have such a small small perception on this yeah. massive scale of different waves and energies that are going on yeah so I want to percent agree. I think we we are kind of growing up in this society. Like if you can't prove it, if you can't um, see it or touch it or uh, you know kind of show it in some way of experiment or whatnot, then it doesn't exist, right? And so like our intuition or our you know whatever you know listening to your heart or stuff like that like really believing in yourself and kind of your inner instincts kind of being flushed down the toilet a little bit or kind of like belittled where you're like no like make this pros and cons list and then if the pros overweigh the cons then do that and if you know this really logical I kind of struggle with that I think musicians in general do because we're very creative right and we're kind of more in tune with with you know kind of creating something out of nothing um and i i totally agree that you know just because you can't see it or hear it or touch it or whatnot doesn't mean it doesn't exist right you can still feel that like you said you can feel that energy when you walk into the room and it's kind of awkward or you're like what the heck happened in here <laughs> right like uh-huh. stuff like that yeah. and it, it's, it's interesting that you said, you know, how we react to other people and what we tell ourselves, you know, affects how we are, how, who, who we are and who we become, I think. And, you know, we would never say, you know, I hate you to someone else, or at least, you know, you're like in a real fight, but we would never really like say these really hurtful things to others, but we do it to ourselves right? Oh, you're not beautiful. You're not, you know, you're not beautiful enough. You're not good enough. You're not talented enough. Um, you don't know what you're doing uh, production wise, or you're not as good as a songwriter or, you know, all that stuff we keep telling to ourselves, but we would usually, usually not say to other people. No. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. funny, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're really like, look at it, you're like, oh, wow, yeah, okay, maybe I should, uh, you know, maybe it's okay that I didn't do uh, clean up the bathroom yesterday or whatever, right? <laughs> why? It's still going to be dirty tomorrow, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's what I say, or like, when my husband is like, oh, you forgot to do the laundry, I'm like, well, is it going to go anywhere? I'm like, no, well, yeah. <laughs> I can still do it later. I, I'm, but also, I'm, I'm really like, I'm a procrastinator, I, you know, but I am aware of that. But, you know, just, you know, kind of be kind to yourself because like what you're, what you're saying really proves that, that it's not just like talking negatively about yourself, but you're actually like destroying yourself then, right? Is that kind of, I don't know, that's what I'm hearing out of this conversation. Yes, absolutely. And I found the biggest thing over the years of working here, when we try to tell and communicate this kind of discussion to people, um, you know, the people that are a little like, you know, what is this, whatever, right? As soon as we show them the Gladney plate, then it's like, it is something physical that they can see. And they're like, oh, wow, I had no idea that (laughs) sound 
and phones create really beautiful geometric shapes and patterns yeah. every single time every single time right like there's no there's no mistake in in science and you know mathematical equations and that stuff so when you can actually see physically that it's it's cool right it's really cool so i, I highly recommend anyone to check that out on on google or whatever on youtube yeah I'll, I'll link it up um, as well. I'll look it up and link it up um, below so people can definitely check that out because I think it's just, I'm just such a, a fan. I think that's that's why I kind of was like drawn to music. Like there was always something, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I'm like, music does something to me. Like li I literally went from a depressed state to absolutely being happy by starting songwriting again, by uh, listening to music to an album where I'm like, yes like it, i'm pretty sure if i would go back it would have like certain frequencies in there and stuff um but you know but just the lyrics were positive you know it, it was uh unbreakable smile by tori kelly i mean the title alone says everything but it was just a really good positive uplifting album and you know and that i call that the album that saved my life so you could definitely see how that's where i like first time where i woke up i'm like oh my right. gosh, music is so much more than something that's running in the background or, um, you know, that I just listen to when I'm jogging or whatnot, right? It just, I just, that was like the first time that I was aware of that. I had no idea until like, obviously when I talked with Jacob and when I saw like the, the Frequency Winery on Netflix, I'm just like, this makes so much sense. Like I'm now like finally feel like, you know, tapping into this, this little you know, a bubble of like the real power behind sound and music and ultimately yeah. like what power we hold as musicians. I think knowing this, yeah. I hope everyone that's listening to that, I hope you understand what power you actually hold within you, Absolutely. right? Yes, yes. It's so big. Like I always tell, you know, all my artists and friends and stuff like don't forget you're the messenger you know what I mean like don't forget you're the you're the ones that yeah. are communicating and helping people heal on a global level because yeah. music is universal language and music has been around for centuries and centuries as you know healing tools and properties and yeah, yeah Jacob more than anybody else on this yep. field that yep. I really know anyways yeah. but yeah, it's so important to remind ourselves of, like you said, the power that you hold as um, a musician or an artist or somebody that is speaking what is true to you and often speaking or singing things that others might be afraid to say. Yeah. Uh, because how many times have you been, you know, found connection in a song um you know or like you said the album that saved your life or I've had many songs where I hear them rapping or talking or singing uh, on lyrics I thought maybe I was the only one that felt that way mm -hmm. and now yeah. I hear those yeah and I'm like yeah. okay <laughs> this, this is common I'm not yeah. alone there's yeah. community yeah. there's connection and that's really all I think we want as human beings anyways right it's connection yeah. so totally. thought the artists singing and, and speaking their truths and and having the courage to say what might not be said elsewhere there's always um going to be somebody that will find strength and courage in those lyrics which is yeah it's important to remind ourselves of to get out of our own way and to get out of our own head right when we're deciding oh i don't know if i should release that it's like well I'll just do it because somebody else will find you know some some peace in it 
Exactly. No, I totally agree. I think um, because obviously I picked Jacob's uh, brain on this whole and it was a mind blowing explosion of awesomeness. So for people that haven't listened to that, go back to Jacob's interview and he, he goes like into depth into all of this. Um, but basically what he said with the one thing that just blew my mind is that I had no idea what happens is he says within 30 seconds of a song, your brain frequency is on the BPM of the song. And within 45 seconds, your heart frequency aligns with um, the BPM of the song. So with less than a minute, you're connecting your brain and your heart frequency with the BPM of a song. And now I understand why live concerts are so amazing because he said it's all about connection is you can get an entire crowd, an entire arena of people, thousands and thousands of people within less than a minute, you can get them all to connect, literally align and connect with each other to the song with in less than a minute to the BPM of your song that you're playing. So crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so wild. T- tell me anything else that does that faster, that connects so many people that fast within less than a minute, brain and heart frequency, and aligns them all within like 45 seconds. I don't yeah. know any other tool that can do that. No. Well, not no. that I'm aware of anyways. <laughs> I know, I, <laughs> not that I'm aware of either. <laughs> incredible, so incredible. Right, I mean- if- about it sorry gives me goosebumps thinking about it right like just when you said connection like automatically like I thought live stage live performance you know especially since we've been missing this the last year um you know I haven't been to a concert in like at least a year year and a half like probably two years now probably that's crazy that's nuts because before it was like normal oh we're going to a concert when it come or we're going here we're going you know it was just kind of normal and now it's like a luxury when you're like you're going to a concert <laughs> yeah totally right it really shows what we yeah like taken for granted in a way right yeah yeah but is that the reason why you would say um you focus um way more on gratitude with the with frequency winery knowing that you know what you say and what you play um affects um us human beings is that i don't know maybe that was just a more intuition thing but um it sounds very intentional Uh, yeah yeah i definitely think i mean so like my parents are um they were amazing raising me they both uh meditate like daily and um when i started working at frequency and realizing the impact that just gratitude um can make yeah and really really trying to focus on that and watching how this company was kind of built off of it and then I read a lot of um you know uh spiritual books and self-help books and stuff like that and you know monk books and all kinds of things there's always like this reoccurring theme in all of them and it's like you know gratitude and service you know, if humans were to act that a little bit more like nature, where nature is constantly giving back as much as it kind of takes, like humans are the only really species that doesn't do that. And so I just hear this message over and over again, uh, amongst many different 
um, ethnicities and religions and different books and um, different mentors where, you know, service and gratitude is like a top, top thing that yeah. I think. So I just always try to put that in the front, front of my head um, with most things that I do. I just try to always that like in reminder, okay, ask ourselves, what can we give and yeah. not what can we get, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, um, it's hard because we, again, our society has raised us and um, really made us, a lot of us think like, okay, you need to do this so you can get this and you yeah. need to do this. So your family can get this. And it's, our circle is very closed off when we think mm-hmm. about it. Like, oh, okay, well I do this, but I do this for my family, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, what, what can you give like greater scale, like beyond your, your own little bloodline, right? Like, what can you... Yeah gig right um so yeah I, th- I can't remember entirely what your question was but I was like <laughs> I'm kind of coming back around I'm like uh, if, if, uh, gratitude, gratitude, <laughs> if gratitude was intentional since you know what effect it has on people clearly yeah yeah gratitude is definitely intentional yeah yeah knowing the effect that it has on people and um you just you never feel worse when you give something to somebody that's in less of need, right? Right. You never yeah. feel like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. no, it, it really, it makes sense. Like my regrets are not doing what, like not giving. I never regretted, oh my gosh, I gave this person some of my time or some of, you know, it's really rare. It, it does, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, doesn't occur, but it's mostly not doing something um, rather than, oh, I've served this person, I've helped this person, I wish I wouldn't have done that, right? <laughs> and funny yeah. enough, like in all the marketing um, aspects, um, they're all talking about service and giving and adding value and being grateful. That's what everyone's talking about. Every online course I've bought, every book I've bought on, you know, everyone is talking about giving and serving and being grateful. And, you know, that really makes a huge difference than being in that take mentality and people feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it right away. Right. Especially um, now that I'm trying to become more and more aware of, you know, the things that I do and things that I say, Uh, I definitely notice now with new business partners or people that I meet, it's an energy. Again, it's a vibe you feel right away. Oh, this person is in it because they want more things for themselves. And that's very clear, right? It's Mm -hmm. something that you feel and you get and you're like, oh, I I understand, right? And, you know, it just becomes a little bit, you just level of awareness goes up. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, no, that's why. I'm, I'm just being more selective with the people I'm surrounding myself with. Um, for me, it's more quality now than quantity. Cause I'm like, why should I have people around me that are draining me out constantly? Right. They're just taking, taking, I'm always giving, 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 and then they're taking, 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 you know, <clears throat> I mean, I take sometimes too. I'm not saying that I'm always giving, uh, that would be a lie, but, <laughs> but, you know, do you just want those people around you that really fill you up too, and not just take, and, you know, that's why I enjoy talking with you and with other people on the podcast. I'm, I'm trying to be more selective on who I have on here because it's obviously going to affect the people that are listening it, to it. Right. Cause you have the, 
the words and everything. And so I want this to be uplifting. I want this to be encouraging. And hopefully people that are listening are like, oh, okay. I didn't know I had this power as a musician, right? I hope like if you can take anything from this interview is like understand your worth and the power that you're holding as a musician and how valuable you are. Because I think I underestimated it extremely. I don't know, doesn't that make you just feel good when you're like, I can't do this. Like, I had no idea yeah. this effect. <laughs> yeah, I literally wrote a song two nights ago and I haven't been writing very much. I haven't. I go through phases where I'm kind of in a mixing stage or producing stage. Yeah. Or, I haven't been writing very much. And um, I, I came in the other night and it was late and I heard this song. And the first time I heard it, I would just happen to have a microphone there. And I was like, right away one of those magical moments where lyrics just come out um yeah. really flowing and easy and recorded it right away but my lyrics are talking about that like yeah. it's a message to my artist friends and saying you know don't abuse this power because we are the messengers and you know there is yeah it's it's yeah it's something that we all need to like speak on and tell our stories and really connect to our roots and our you know our hearts and put that message out there in our lyrics and um just be aware of the power that music has to heal on like a global level it's insane i mean and that's why i i connected with your lyrics so much um is because i'm like this girl is real this girl you know is talking about real stuff right because she's not bsing anything like you know, and, and you're actually trying to bring across the message. And that that's what made me fall in love with your uh, music and everything you're you're trying to portray. And I'm like, got to have her on here. I just can't not, <laughs> not have her. Right. And it was really the lyrics, because as a songwriter, I mean, for me, lyrics are the most important thing. Um, I mean, the you know, the music is also important, but, you know, if, it could be a great song. But if the lyrics are crap. I'll turn off the radio because I'm like I cannot listen to this right um and you're a really good example of you know leading with example of you know how words if affect other people and what powers they have so I know I said that in the last last podcast but again I just really want to thank you because that is something that's more rare than anything um and so yeah and that's what I look for personally so that's what made you just stand out I'm like wow cool yes <laughs> I like her I want her on the podcast <laughs> that's awesome thank you I really appreciate that um yeah you saying that because it's like I said it's a scary place sometimes when you're speaking on things or doing things we're not oh, there's not a whole lot of other people doing it or you know like my sister is actually doing her PhD in like neuromuscular physiology so she's a research scientist and you know paths like that yeah. where you're researching science paths like art and they get lonely sometimes because yeah. you're doing things that you know, are different, but you're passionate about them. And, you know, you want to just try and find strength in knowing that you just speak from your heart and it'll be okay. But that is something I try to like the phrase lead by example mm -hmm. is something I really have like in my head almost every day, mm -hmm. because I don't think it's right to tell people what they should and shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Like it yeah. is, everybody's in their own life everybody's got their own thing going on even yeah. if it's your you know your partner your, your children or whatever right like people have their own things going on 
but I feel like the best way to try and kind of, I guess, or whatever, help or do whatever you can is, yeah, lead by example, right? Like, yeah. okay, if you, you want that, well, you try to be that. Right? Exactly. Then, totally. And that's what you, what, you, what you did and what you continue on doing, uh, you know, because it always says, like, actions speak louder than words. You can try and tell someone to do something, but if they're like, well, but you're not doing it, then what's the point? You know, there, there was this... Uh, Oh, what's this guy? Oh, the the one that uh, this really famous person who went to jail for not wanting to fight or something, and he he's like the the peace person that you see everywhere. What's I'm just not remembering his name right now. Basically, oh, crap, I can't remember his name. You know when it's in your head, and then you want to say it, and then it just kind of disappears, and you're like dang anyways this really like, he, I don't think he's a Buddhist but he's like this really he believed in like peace and you know helping other people and gratitude um instead of war and so he had like this huge following and this mom came up to him with her kid and she's like can you please tell him to stop eating sugar or something and he's like okay I will but come back next week and then so she came back next week and she said, hey, I was here last week. Can you tell my son, please, to stop eating sugar? It's not good for him. And so he kind of kneels down and he takes him or like holds him on the shoulders and he looks at him. He's like, you shouldn't be eating sugar because it's not good for you. And then the mom was like, why couldn't you just told him that last week? And he said, like last week I was still eating sugar. Right. So, you know, if he would have just said, told him that, but he wasn't doing it himself. You know, and he understood that example of, you know, leading by example, not just saying stuff for people to feel good, um, but like really making sure you know, your lyrics are what you want to say and not something that, you know, you feel like will attract more people or makes you want to look or sound better or cool or whatnot. And um, so I appreciate people that don't follow that way. And they're like, you know what? this is scary. <laughs> uh, I don't know if anyone will relate or, but the funny thing is, like you said, is like, once you speak it out loud and somebody hears it, they usually say, I feel the same way. You know, I had no idea someone else felt like that too, because everyone talks about the easy stuff and whatnot. But, you know, when you talk about the real stuff and you say, this is what I'm struggling with, even though it's scary, but then someone else be like, you know what? I feel the same way. And then all of a sudden you have the connection. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can't praise you enough, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, anyway, I want to thank you for that. Cause, um, I thought, yeah, it's really rare. Um, so thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing and like getting all these messages out and, you know, uh, being in it because you love it. And yeah. I, I just, I really appreciate what you do. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best. You know, we're all just kind of hanging in there. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, for, for my last question, um, what are like three, three, like advice, little advice nuggets that you um, would like to give other musicians um, that are maybe, you know, not sure what to do or struggling with their lyrics or what to say or what not to say and stuff like that? I think everybody has the power to tap into what their heart says. 
And I do think it takes practice and it takes time, but I am a big believer that, you know, if you are kind of exercising and, um, you know, eating somewhat clean or, or whatever, or um, meditating or, or, or vibing or doing it, whatever you need to do in order to tap into yourself mm. and really hear the message of what you need to say. Um, I think that's important as opposed to trying to write something for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or trying to write something for somebody specifically, mm. um, because I think as artists, it's, it's, if you're in it to try and please everybody, it's, uh, it's the road is probably not going to end incredibly well. No. Like you really got to be, uh, invested in it for the long haul, like until, until you die, you know, this is a craft that you're at it until you die. It's, you know, maybe everybody's got a different mission, but again, this mm. is just my, little piece of advice is um I think it's um just important to know your body and your mind and your spirit and really tune into what you need and listen to it at certain times so you know if you need to be around your friends one day to vibe up or if you need you know a week alone with your phone off like do yeah. that yes and don't and don't worry about what other people have to say or what other people are going to be you know questioning and doing this like you just need to do it for you and then um to uh to just be yeah to be brave enough to put things out there again i think uh the, the artists and the musicians um and the peacekeepers they say things that uh not everybody else is has the courage to say and i think it's important to mm. find strength in each other um, so that's why it's really important to always have your kind of community there and, and be vocal, right? Speak about things and, and yeah. share your expression and how you feel. Cause you'll be surprised that, uh, you're not the only one that feels that way. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's just important to yeah tap into yourself, yeah. know what you need and speak up about it and, and, you know, have community, have community around you because we don't need to do this alone, you know? Nope. No, no, I like that. In our last conversation, we kind of talked about that as well, you know, um, and where you said, you know, I started from zero and you kind of asked people around you to like, hey, what do you do here? What do you do there? So, you know, again, leading with example, um, you know, and I'm trying to kind of do the same. I'm like, I have no idea to do this, but you do. So <laughs> yeah, right. always seek mentorship yeah. and always give back mentorship as well. Yeah. That's another big like always, always seek mentorship and always give back a mentorship. And um, uh, yeah, and sound and how sound affects us is, is so cool. Yeah. So it's important for that too, how much sound and frequencies and vibrations, uh, we, how can, we can affect each other. And I think if everybody were to get up every day, I don't do this. So again, like I should do it, but I, I'll lead by example first. But if I were to wake up and write down 10 things I'm grateful for every day, yeah. every single you know it would probably be um I think I'd like to I'd like to believe I'd be a little lighter in my step mm -hmm. no it, it really like I had um um again like through that depression phase I I had a little book it was like this big like not just a little tiny so I could put it in my pocket and every day I would you know write something in there I was grateful for because I literally had to rewire my brain from looking for all this negative stuff in my life and things that weren't working and yeah. 
um, and then specifically training my brain to look for the good things. And when you're grateful for something, um, even that it's that you woke up that morning or, um, you know, just little things like that. It don't have to be huge things, but it completely shifted who I was as a person, you know, completely. I, I think gratitude was a huge, huge thing, um, that changed, made probably the most difference in my life. Cause you have to, you have to rewire your brain. It doesn't like for some people, it might come naturally <laughs> for me. It didn't, <laughs> uh, or I had to re rewire my brain. Now it comes naturally. Now I'm, you know, I'm more there, but I, I think I want to pick it up again. Now, you know, you saying that, I think I want to, um, have, you know, write down one thing I'm grateful for every day. Um, I think that's a good yeah. idea. I'm going to start that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. We'll hold each other accountable. Yes. Yeah. Right. You can, you could you could have the same day and, uh, yeah, right. It's in black and white and you could, you could kind of pick out all the, all the negative things. Super easy. If your brain yeah. is wired that way. Right. But you can also, yeah, pick out all the good things if your brain is wired that way. So it's important to exercise it like a muscle. It's, right? it's like a muscle. Totally. Like you find what you're looking for. So if you're looking for all the crap in life, you'll find it. But if you're looking for the honey, now you're attracting the bees right so it's totally that my mom says is like are you putting out crap or are you putting out the honey because that will definitely attract different <laughs> things in your life so if you're really negative and you know and looking for that negativity the flies will come but if you're putting out the gratitude and the the honey then the bees are going to come and you know you'll have the exact same situation but a totally completely different outcome just because your mindset is different. And that's what I, that's one of my biggest, well, not secrets, but really going from that depressed state to being happy and, you know, being where I am now, which I would have never thought I would ever be at, but, you know, just simple things like that. And it, it affects your entire body, right? Cause you're saying it, say it out loud, right? Say it out. I'm grateful. I woke up this morning. I'm grateful. The sun was shining today. You know, I'm grateful. I, I felt the wind on my face or you know, was able to hug someone, yeah, <laughs> to, totally. you know, thought I would ever have to say that ever, but you know, yeah, hug, smile. And, and it's, yeah. And it's so incredible. I feel like once you kind of do rewire your brain that way and you're, you know, you're living it every day, then all of a sudden something clicks or maybe it did for me anyways, where all of a sudden there was no more bad days ever, ever. Because even if a really close loved one dies, which would probably be the most unfortunate thing ever, mm -hmm. but there's always, always a lesson in something yeah. and a lesson is always a win. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just feel like, yeah, there's never, there's never any bad days anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, you've got hard days got yeah. stressful days and you're always <laughs> learning on if it's a hard day okay I'm gonna learn what not to do next time and, and me learning and doing that I am progressing right so <laughs> totally that's why Tony Robbins always says is life happens for us and not to us like when we see it as a gift um to grow then all of a sudden good things happen if you see it as like punishment and you know whatever you want to see it as then you're not going to grow you're going to stay where you're at and you're going to probably be very unhappy that's where I was at least so you know yeah. 
Well, congratulations on, on killing it. You're, I'm so grateful to be talking here to you today oh. and, be, and I'm grateful for this friendship that we have created. Oh, and I, I love there it. To see you. Oh, thank you. Oh, that, I mean, like, thank you. Thank you really like I don't know I just love talking with you maybe that's why I had to I needed some excuse to have you back on <laughs> be like Jody we still need to talk about the frequency winery <laughs> um but you know it's really cool you know in, in that sense COVID I do see it more positive right um uh because I would have never met the people I'm interviewing now. I would have never met you. I would have never met Jacob. I would have never met anyone I've really interviewed on here. And now I'm so grateful because, you know, this, yeah. you know, so happy. So thank you. Thank you so much. I wrote it real. So here's my accountability thing. Yes, nice. <laughs> I'm going to write it down too. I'm totally going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write yeah. it down because as in tomorrow, I'm going to keep a gratitude journal. And I keep my uh, accountable for that. Um, so yeah, for the for the closing question, as always, where can people? Well, first of all, find you as Jody B, and where can they go and find the Frequency Winery? Yeah. Um, so Jody B is on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that stuff. Jody J O D I E, the letter B, so J O D I E B music um dot com or any of that stuff and then frequency uh our instagram is frequency wine and sound mm -hmm. and uh the website is frequency wine and sound i believe as well on facebook it could be frequency winery and frequency wine and sound also but we're all on there <laughs> and we post all of our videos yeah. um that we've recorded here in the studio because we do lots of live recordings with videos we post them all onto our facebook and our youtube yep Yep. I know you do, you do have like a lot of um, like artists on your website, like their live performances and stuff. So I definitely, I know that's on your website. Cause it's, I, uh, I already have a lot of artists on my mind that I want to maybe get on the podcast. So <laughs> um, yeah. Wicked. yeah. All right. So I'm going to link everything up as well. I'll link up all your stuff, Jody. I'll link up everything for the frequency winery. And um, thank you for being on here once again. <laughs> again, you're my thank first you returned uh, guest on here. And uh, yeah, so again, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for um, talking to me and just being awesome. And I, you know, I, it's just amazing what, you know, sound can do with someone and yeah mind blown mind blown <laughs> thank you for setting the tone to have a great like thank you for setting the tone for me to have a great day yeah today's gonna be a fantastic day because i've started out by talking to you and talking about sound and gratitude and i'm just Hi. so by speaking it out loud, by rewiring our brains, I'm like, yes, today is going to be beautiful. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I can't wait. Perfect. Oh, I love that. See, now I've got everything I needed to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the purpose of the podcast, you know? Um, so I appreciate that. That's, 
you know, because you're always kind of working and thinking, oh, is it affecting the people the way I tended to be, or is it coming across completely different? So it's kind of nice that you know, I'm hitting the goal at some point. So thank you. really appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Musician Secrets podcast. I appreciate your time because you could literally be doing a bazillion other things right now, but you're here with me. So thank you. If you want, you can scroll all the way to the bottom and leave a comment on how you're liking the podcast, what you've learned and things you've even implemented that have helped you out as a little thank you i put together a free members area with all my best resources books podcasts and online courses about everything you need to know as an independent musician from producing to songwriting to marketing to building a home studio all the good stuff all you have to do is either click the link below or go to elisecoa.com free i'll see you on the other side bye Here in the nest, when everyone around you tells you what's best, I gotta trust my gut. Yeah, I gotta cut my ties, leap into the unknown, and learn to.